Music immunity. Is it good for the community? It's Rhyme and Reason 451. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're... Hey there, Tony here. And yes, I do have another episode of Rhyme and Reason that deals with music and health. And it's because there's a lot of stuff going on out there that has to deal with health. And there's a lot of people asking questions and seeking solutions and wanting answers and all that kind of stuff about what you can do to be healthy and immune from all this bad stuff floating around. So I was asking a question, is there a such thing as music immunity? And it sort of depends on your definition of music immunity, but there does appear to be quite a bit of significant research that backs up how beneficial it is to listen to and play music. A couple of episodes that I've dealt with prior to this one, we're talking about both of those, listening to and having music played for you, and then also playing music. And those would be links in the show notes for this episode. You can click on those if you haven't already read that or listened to them, and you'd get there. Anyway, I'm calling it music immunity basically because I like the sound of it. Uh, see what I did there? Music, sound, well, anyway. There's a peer-reviewed journal known as Brain Behavior and Immunity, and it deals with, um, let's get yourself a cup of coffee because it's going to be a long word, okay? Psychoneuroimmunology. Okay, let that sink in for a minute. Psychoneuroimmunology. Supercalifra... No, okay. Just a nine-syllable way of saying that they study the connections between psychology your nervous system, and your immune system. And according to them, that's a link, by the way, according to them, there are some pretty cool effects of listening to music, at least potentially. But some of their research shows how music can directly have a positive effect on biomarkers and hormone levels. These are pretty important to know where yours are, by the way, because if you know these things, then you can better self-treat. Self-care is the best health care, by the way. And immunoglobin A, or immunoglobin A, depending on your preference, uh, an antibody that plays a crucial role in the immune function of mucous membranes, seems to really enjoy music. I can just see that little immunoglobin A in there going, yeah, immuno, 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 we're globin, we're globin. Yeah, I can just see it, man. They like it. Anyway, get back to reality here. Your body needs optimum function of those mucous membranes it has in order to be able to fight off pesky germs. It's just got to be. Now, sure, this isn't all that important right now. I mean, you know, not really dealing with any kind of catastrophes or pandemics or anything like that right now. But who knows? It might come in handy someday. Okay. Now, some more of that research seems to show a reduction in cortisol levels. Hmm. Just by listening to music. You know what that's connected to, right? Cortisol. Yeah. Belly fat. Music and less belly fat. Belly fat, belly fat. Anyway, who knew, right? Well, I'll tell you right now that I'm not up on drugs. I don't know the names of many of them. 
or what they do, and frankly, I'm just not ashamed to admit it. But apparently, there's an anti-anxiety drug called diazepam. Diazepam? Diazepam over there. No, I don't know. I don't know where that stuff come from. Sorry. And there's another study by the Journal of Music Therapy that led to one of their researchers saying music can be as effective as diazepam in dealing with anxiety. Music can be as effective as a drug for, for anxious people, for people who are suffering from high anxiety. And uh, check out these benefits for chemotherapy patients. Remember I talked about my sister, sister-in-law, sorry, my sister-in-law who's dealing with chemotherapy and radiation. She's out of that phase of it, but she's dealing with the, you know, the after effects of all that and cancer. She's dealing with cancer, of course. Of course. Um, another part of um, that study showed how listening to 20 minutes of live music had what they called several measured benefits, like reduced anxiety and reduced fear and reduced fatigue, better relaxation, and better uh, diastolic blood pressure. Now, you know, if, if music can help you with all those, that's got to be pretty good. That's got, uh, I think people would want to know that. Now, I don't know what type of live music they listen to, but I'm guessing it wasn't heavy metal or rap, and maybe that's just my thinly disguised bias showing, but, you know, I doubt it. Nah. Yeah, I guess it is. I don't like heavy metal, and I don't like rap, because they're, they're not very musical, in some cases, not at all. Anyway, here's my recommendation during disconnected times, if that should ever happen here in America, I doubt that it ever will, where, you know, you can't be with your loved ones or your friends. I, I just don't see that ever happening. But anyway, if it does, my recommendation is to listen to more music. And of course, stay tuned here to this Rhyme and Reason podcast, where oftentimes I share music, by the way. And I'll be sharing some more shortly in upcoming episodes. And, um, you just got to know up front that I don't rap and I don't m- metalize, metallicize. What, what would it be? Metalize? I don't do any of that to my songs, just so you know. So, again, listen to music to build your immune system. Stay fulfilled. And what could it hurt to attend a concert by someone who is musically skilled? Yeah, there you go. That's my recommendation. And that ends it. For this episode of Rhyme and Reason, brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, maker of fine books and merch, words of music, and rhymes and reasons. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me that you're there. And until next time, I'm going to remind you, of course, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a-